One, two, three. Northwoods Rock Rally roars into Glen Flora, Wisconsin, and featured on Friday night, Gen X Summer, featuring some of the biggest bands that us old crusty Gen Xers, we're not that old yet, okay? Our mortality hasn't quite crept up on us yet, but we are going to relive some of those Gen X memories with bands like P.O.D., Buck Cherry, and Lit. We have Kevin from Lit on the line right now. How you doing, What's up? Good, man. How you doing? We are looking forward to a ton of nostalgia and uh, hey, maybe some maybe some of the newer stuff from Lit. You guys just dropped an album this past December. Uh, these are the days. Yeah. Are, are, are we? Is it pure nostalgia on this tour? Or are you going to work in some new stuff for us? No, we're definitely working in new stuff, man. We've been releasing albums since you know '99, so we're we're uh, we're out pushing a new album called "These Are the Days," and uh, our first single, uh, "Good Problem to Have," is out. You can. You can hear it on all your media outlets that people listen to their music on. I, I have no idea what people do anymore. I, I am a little crusty. I still buy CDs. Is that weird? Nah, man. I love CDs. I, my car is old, and I have a CD player, and that, <laughs> it's either that or nothing. I like a hard copy, man. I, I like reading the interior notes and, and all that junk. Well, and not to mention the art. Yeah, I'm not quite old school. Yeah. Enough. I'm not quite old school enough to do the LPs and the vinyl. Plus. If I bring one more pile of collectible things into the house, my wife is going to murder me. So, um, Likewise. CDs Likewise. it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a, a pretty extensive vinyl collection. I love vinyl, man. I, I still have a lot of my vinyl from uh, when I was growing up. So it's, it's special to me. Nice. Mine melted in an attic somewhere. So, yeah. Oh. That, that right. The, the vinyl and the He-Man figures. It was a lost cause, man. <laughs> man. Yeah. But, man, we're. You know, it's it, it. Obviously, there's some songs being played that were released many moons ago, but everybody's pumping new stuff. Um, yeah, we're not that old out there yet. You know, we're, we're still jumping around and, and getting our show on and having a great time. And what's great about this tour is we've been out and and have done many many shows with Alien Ant Farm, Buck Cherry, and Pod um, collectively and 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 separately. Um, so we've got a history with all the bands. So it's. It's literally a giant family out on the road. So uh, what are some of the shenanigans that you've gotten into? Or, or are we, or have, have we become crusty enough to where shenanigans are maybe not a thing anymore and everybody goes to bed early? No, shena- shenanigans definitely happen. Our last show was just in Sturges. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and dude, my bass tech, Jerry, got left behind in Sturges. And called our tour manager at five the next morning asking where the bus was like he just took <laughs> off in Sturgis somewhere and and we and our tour manager just pretty much hung up the phone and then he called the bus driver long story short he was like dude where are you guys and he goes dude we're hundreds of miles away from Sturgis where are you and he goes i'm in Sturgis <laughs> <laughs> so long story short thank god buck cherry hadn't left yet um so he was able to jump onto their bus, and uh, so we still owe them for that. Oil spotting the base tech. That's not good, man. <laughs> no, I, I need him. When, when's the last time you got oil spotted? Does that ever happen in your career? It, I, dude, it never happened to me. Um, we've oil spotted our singer, AJ, twice at an airport. He missed the, <laughs> he's missed a flight twice. I've never missed a flight. Um, I've been late to, you know, go to the airport. I've been a little late on a couple of those, but, you know. The bass player, you can't you can't press your luck too much. You're you're, you're replaceable, so I, I don't press it too much. <laughs> now, 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 now. You you have a role to serve. You got to have that low end of thump, man. And and you've been That's delivering right. no, that I, nonstop. I, I'm I'm joking. Yeah, 
Now, but, uh, yeah, dude, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a fun show. Now, this is the first time you have played in uh, Glen Flora, Wisconsin, right, at Northwoods Rock Rally? Uh, yeah, I believe so. What, what have you heard about this festival, or have you heard anything about it? Um, my One of my best friends is from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't heard. I don't know if I've heard about it. I mean, dude, everything we play is a rally or a fair or, or a, you know, downtown this or that. I mean... It all just started literally every single day. Is it, is it like, where are we today? And some of the, a lot of the shows, I mean, it's like, ah, dude, I remember this place. Okay, sure. And so, I've been sober for two years, so things are starting to get a bit clearer to me, you know? <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. Wait, so you're going, was, you're going in cold, basically, <laughs> into this. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, it's a whole new touring trip, I'll tell you that. I will. T- I will tell you this: uh, Northwoods Rock Rally. It is uh, four days of anarchy. Essentially, it's um, love it. Yeah, it, it's um, uh, you know, two years sober. We don't want to mess that up. That's a good. Th- that's a good place to be. Um, <laughs> however, if you're not sober, you can you, you can also have fun there. That, that's a good time. I I, uh, I actually don't drink when I'm on the clock. So I walk around and I see everybody else becoming as obnoxious as I am when I drink, yeah. and then I start to question. Maybe I should stop drinking. So yeah, it's it's a good place to find yourself, basically. Yeah, dude, I still have a great time, and, and I'm usually the tape recorder for the next day. What happened last night? Well, let me tell you what happened last <laughs> night. Let me tell you. <laughs> what what was, was there a particular catalyst that um, made you choose uh, the, to uh, go sober? Well, I've been drinking since I was 14. I quit when I was 44, so I figured 30 years, you know, I, without getting into all the personal details, it was it was time, you know? And, I, and, I'm, and I'm glad I did. I, I feel good, and I'm not against people partying and ha- having their fun. I mean, I did for so many years. It was just personally my time to just chill. What's the, so, most, po- what's the most positive effect that you felt from stopping? Uh, my relationship with my wife is way better, <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> first and foremost. And, you know, I just have a clear head, man. I wake up... Uh, on tour and I see guys literally holding their head with both their hands going, you know, man, I'm in pain and I'm not, you know? So that's cool. I, I, but I don't preach to anybody. I don't tell anybody they should stop. I, it's, it's their own thing, man. I, I don't, I just, I do for me what I need to do. No, I feel you, man. I feel you. Now, yeah. one of the things that you and the boys did back in the day uh, we have this feature on Rock 94.7 called 90s at 9, and we feature a, you know, a hit from the 90s, and then we dig into some of the details. Um, I had forgotten about the fact that you guys recorded My Own Worst Enemy in the nude. Now, here's the thing. Did, did you warn the producer that was going to happen, or did things just start flopping around and you didn't warn the guy? Well, here, here's the real story from the horse's mouth. The band recorded it clothed, and the, the, the vocals re, were recorded at night. You know, because you go in, you record as much uh, band music as you can, and then they go in and they kind of edit up what they what they do. I mean, back in the this was back in analog days; it wasn't Pro Tools, and um, it was actually my idea. I said, "Age, we're going to need a story about this song because it, at the time we knew we were going to lead the album with this track, My Worst Enemy." I said, "You know, when we're talking to people about this song, we should have a story about it." I go, "Why don't you record it naked?" And he goes, "That's a great idea." So he had a bottle of Jaeger and he was naked and, and everything. And we were at NRG and I think our producer had gone home at this time and the engineer was recording him. So, and at, but at one time at NRG, a lot of big albums were done at NRG in the, uh, in the Valley Burbank or wherever it's at. 
and AJ actually ran around the entire studio. It's kind of hard to explain it. When, once you're indoors, there's like three studios indoors, and you can literally go through different doors and go through all the studios. <clears throat> he went through all the studios hoping somebody would see him naked, and nobody saw him. <laughs> <laughs> it, that was in between takes on My Own Worst Enemy. Yeah, nobody saw him. He was like, man, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get rad here, and no, nobody's here to see me get rad. So, But we laughed, and he was, he was nude, and it was pretty fun. Well, there, I'm just saying there's going to be a hell of an audience at Northwoods Rock Rally. If he's looking to make up for lost opportunity there, I, I'm there, there's going to, there's plenty of uh, – it's adults only, too. It's 18 and up only. So, I mean, you know, there you go, man. Opportunity yeah. is right there. It's, Dude, instead of nude beaches, they should do nude concerts. Well, geez. Let's make that, let's that, make that a thing. That, that, goes, <laughs> that goes well until you see a band like uh, – like Rammstein or somebody with a lot of pyro, you don't want certain bits getting singed. You know that that could right. end up well, getting pretty ugly. Yeah, and of course it'll be limited to certain bands and certain artists. Yeah, definitely. I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I want to see Guar that way though. That, that'd be a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, our one of our tour managers on this tour and our merch guy is Guar's uh, people. Oh, quit it for real. So we got a, we got a little bit of Guar on this tour. Nice, nice, nice. I love those guys. Rest in peace, Odorous, man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Kevin, now you've been in the game for a while, and uh, uh, it's probably been a little while since you've had to, like, pay to get into a show, man. What's the last show you paid cash money to see? Uh, U2. I I had to go, and I was able to score some tickets, and and my buddy Adam and I went, and it was awesome. And what, what was the venue? Where'd you catch them at? Uh, it was the Forum in Inglewood, California. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was on the latest tour. I, I think they, I don't even know if they're still on it or not, but, dude, they were, they was awesome. Given how huge My Own Worst Enemy is, it, it, you know, it still continues to be. I mean, hell, it's still in heavy rotation on active rock and, and even classic hit stations to this day. I mean, does it strike you that um, there's probably a kid whose life got changed just like yours from hearing that song? I'm going to be honest with you. It went by in a flash. It seems like that song came out, you know, a couple of years ago and my life changed. It's very weird that we are now having people come to our shows that were very young when that song came out. And then we've met bands that have played with us on festivals that make their way over to our stage. And they just want to meet us, get a photo with us. And they tell us things that we've told other artists. You know, we've met our heroes. Um, so it's re- it's really weird when when other artists, younger artists, get to meet us and they tell us like, dude, your album was my first album. Your show was my first show. You're the reason I picked up a guitar. Your song was the first song I ever learned. I mean, hearing those type of things, it's very, very surreal because everybody in lit is so connected with music. Um, it's, it's really deep in our blood and we have a lot of really cool memories and, and we don't take any of it for granted, but it's really weird because we're still fans and we still get to meet the older um, forefathers that we grew up on. We get to meet those people. So it's really weird when people are excited to meet us. It, um, it's like, wow, really? That, but it's cool. It's super awesome. You know, and I get it. We totally get it. Have you ever found yourself starstruck by meeting one of your heroes? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 99 was crazy because when that song came out on the radio, it was like wildfire and our phone would not stop ringing we got offered a lot of cool stuff. Offspring tour, um, Joe Strummer out in Europe. Um, we got offered Woodstock. Then we got offered, um, you know, the Millennium was coming. 
it was weird because we were like, well, what are we going to do on the on New Year's Eve on the Millennium? We knew we were going to be doing something because the you know we were happening at the time, man. And um, we got the phone call to go and open in Vancouver to open for the original Kiss, which you know I have the pinball machine at my house. I mean, I'm a huge Kiss fan. We were the only band on the bill that got to go into their dressing room and get a photo with them. Um, which, so I have a photo with the original kiss in costumes with us and everything. And that, that was pretty awesome, man. That was a milestone for me. That, that's pretty crazy. Well, I don't know if it's going to be quite on the level of meeting the original kiss, but I can guarantee this. You're going to have a hell of a time. We're going to have a hell of a time next Friday, Northwoods rock rally, Glen Flora, Wisconsin, Gen X summer, alien and farm. You got lit. You got buck cherry. You got POD. And we got you, Kevin, jamming bass on stage yeah. and our hits from back in the day, man. Cannot wait. That's, yeah, man. It's going to be awesome. Come on out.